0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. For
1: all all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Let's
2: switch gears a little bit, Justin, because... There's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. And it is something we really haven't discussed because we've all been sort of hopeful that Andrew Wiggins will return. And we've also been very positive about um, him and just showing him love and and wishing for the best. And we we here are not like upset at Wiggins. We ain't trying to get in his business. But I, I do think it's fair to talk about what it means for the team if he doesn't return and so we talked about this on on saturday night when you were not with us but i want to revisit this conversation with you because what myself jason and nana said was that if wiggins doesn't return the warriors have no chance like they cannot win a championship and Nana was, like, questioning, well, is it Wiggins and GP2? Like, she, she, she felt like both were needed. And Jason and I both felt like it would be harder, but that they could just get it done, like, if it was just Wiggins, even if they didn't have GP2. But what if it's the reverse? What if they don't get Wiggins back, but they get GP2? With Jonathan Kaminga playing right now the way that he is, I mean, he can't shoot as well as Wiggins. though he's shooting, what, like, mid-30s now? For the season.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, low volume. Though. From,
2: yeah, low volume from three. Um, and obviously he's still young. So he's just not as seasoned and experienced as, an experience, as, as Wiggs. But could they win if they don't get Wiggins back? And they had GP2. And Kaminga obviously I mean, would have to be playing a bigger role.
1: Yeah, I mean, they they could technically. Um, it a lot will have to break right for them. I think Draymond and Looney would have to be amazing defensively, like ridiculous off the chart defensively, um, for the entire playoff run. Um, JP and Kaminga would have to play like this more times than not. And that's just, I don't know how realistic that is to ask of two young players. You know, like they're going to be up and down, they're going to have some games in the playoffs where they look completely overwhelmed, um, because you know, they're so young and just. That's just the nature of the game. Um, obviously, Steph would have to be Steph and Clay would have to be on fire to make up for um, the lack of Wiggins and the scoring that he can provide. Especially who's the, the interior team in the scoring.
2: West, though, that beats them. I, I know the East teams are pretty strong, but who's the team in the West, even with Wiggins out, who beats them? Because I don't know about the Suns. Like I get it, Katie's there, but I don't know about them. I mean, I really don't know about any of these teams, to be honest, in the West. Right. So like maybe they fall in the finals, whatever. I'm looking far ahead, but I still think they could make it out the west. I do.
1: Yeah. I mean, without Wiggins and with Gary, I would I would definitely probably pick them, definitely probably. I would definitely pick them against all the teams in the west, but I would also acknowledge like, hey, things could things can get a little weird um without that without Wiggins there because He provides such he's like such a glue, like he's not a glue guy, but he connects everything for that team, right? Like Steph and Clay are the the three-point guys, obviously. Like Steph gets to the rim and all that, but his primary attack is from three. And, you know, Draymond and Looney aren't great finishers. So Wiggins is the guy that goes out there and they say, Who's gonna go out there and get us the tough twos? Like who's gonna go out there and just when when teams are when you're not shooting well from three and it's hard to get it into your bigs because they aren't scores. Who's going to get you that layup, right? Wiggins is usually that guy, right, with a post-up or just some type of cut or something. You need that athleticism and that size um, to just generate some stuff that you just can't get elsewhere. So it would be tough. I would definitely still pick them to beat all these teams in the West, but it would be, it would be very tough to do it. Now against yeah. and maybe Milwaukee I'm or a Boston, bit. I don't know.
2: Yeah, and it's possible that I'm just drinking a little bit too much Kaminga Kool-Aid, but, man, he's been great. He's been great Yeah, the last couple of games.
1: His ceiling is high. It's really, really high, like both from a current player standpoint, like you saw close to his ceiling tonight where he's giving you 20-plus points, great defense, athleticism on the court. Um, But the thing with young players is – They're high variance, right? There's, Sometimes you're going to get their ceiling. Sometimes you're going to get their floor. And you kind of really just don't know. It's on a night-to-night basis, whichever one you're going to get. But, yeah. I mean, if he's playing like this consistently going forward, like this is just him, then, yeah, they can win. They can win it all (laughs) without Wiggins playing if Kaminga is like this because this is essentially the stuff that Wiggins does, right? Elite defense through the whole whole game, guarding Luka Doncic, and then also chips in 20 points, like – (laughs) there's <laughs> not much more you can ask from Kaminga in that regard. So, and then he hit two threes. That's Wiggins right there. Boom. Two threes, 20 points, good defense, but you just, you just don't know with a young guy and it's it's tough to project that.
2: For sure. Well, listen, we want Andrew back. So let's make that clear. We hope we do get him back, but we also hope that, you know, whatever he's going through that it's starting to get better. Um, you know and for him and his situation so we continue to wait and we continue to wait to see what happens and and the team carries on with without Andrew for now um, now there's something else I wanted to pose to you which is with the Paul George injury and you know there is no part of me that celebrates injuries but also you can let the people know how much I love Paul George he's like one of my favorite players so this is not something I'm happy about but it is going to definitely impact uh the Clippers not having him um so what do you think that means for them I mean I didn't look at their schedule but like do you still feel like six is greater than four or even well, yeah, six greater than four, because if you're five, the five is playing the four seed. So do you still think six is greater than four or five um, if it changes in terms of the Clippers dropping?
1: Um, I think I would like to see Golden State get four if the Clippers are fifth, right? Um, But if that's not the case then I would rather get six, right? I do think, you know, outside of Denver, the Suns would be the toughest first round matchup out of all the, the West teams, even with KD coming back super late. It's just like, you got to deal with Kevin Durant. Like I'd much rather deal with so many other players than Kevin Durant. Um, so I'm still kind of on the six, but like you said, Paul George being missing is a huge blow to the Clippers. So they can potentially start dropping some games, I can pull up their schedule right now, but um, the they Suns just lost don't to OKC. Look very
2: good without KD. So, I'm sorry. Right. Go ahead.
1: They don't. They they're they're very beatable without KD because obviously you don't have the guys that you traded KD for, and you don't have KD. So there's just a gaping hole in your roster right there. It's just a book show over there. Um,
2: I point that out only because like I really think they're gonna drop some more games. Like I don't think their lead, even though it's three plus we they own the tie break, so it's like four for the Warriors. but I just don't think their lead is as secure with Katie being out um oh, but it's I not. think yeah, and they i don't I don't know what their schedule is like either, but he's not being reevaluated till next Thursday. It doesn't even mean he's necessarily coming back that day, but that's when he gets reevaluated it
1: yeah, I'm looking at their schedule now, like the only gimme game they have, uh Phoenix, they play Seven. in l a right now in l a um even game, but that can go either way. Then they play Sacramento in Sacramento, Philly, Utah in Utah, Minnesota, Denver, OKC in OKC, um, San Antonio, Denver Lakers, Clippers. So, like, that's the only game that's like "quote unquote" easy at San Antonio. They can lose any of those other games, so they their spot at four is definitely not secure, especially without Kevin Durant. Uh, but. I guess we're just going to have to wait and see if, like the chip. they I, I've said since the beginning of the season, like the Warriors are going to be, they're going to end up where they should like at the end. Right.
2: Like, if I recall the Clippers, they actually had a fairly easy schedule. And so if, if they may benefit in that, like even if they drop without Paul, George is not too, too. Cause I'm like, well, I don't know. Can the Suns fall lower than them? But I think the Suns actually just based on their schedule have a, bigger risk of dropping than like just based on the schedule like like the the Clippers schedule is much more um manageable I think like they Mm -hmm. can still get some of those games especially if you have Kawhi Leonard on the court he's still probably gonna be the best player in a lot of those games they play and so um it'll be interesting to see
1: yeah, it's definitely it's definitely possible for the Warriors to get four and the Clippers to get five and the Suns to fall to six. Like that's definitely possible.
2: Yeah, I think so too. Um, I knew it. Like I, I don't remember at what point it was that I like tweeted something, but I was just like, when I was just watching the way the season goes, and I'm like, guys, we're not creating separation. It's just not gonna be one of those years. So we should just be prepared it's going to be one of those seasons where it's going to go down to the very end. And like the seating is just going to be back and forth like this throughout probably the rest of the, the, the the season. So like I said, as long as they stay within that top six at this point, um, I'm good, but I I do think four is still not secure yet.
1: And I would agree, especially with the gauntlet. They got to go through to finish the season. Um,